What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Rodalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited for this conversation. Sit back, relax, tune in, and allow yourself to be inspired and uplifted by my next guest. He is a transformational speaker, a best-selling author, and just a mindfulness guru that billionaires go to for advice. Please welcome Coot Blackson. Coot, thank you for joining us today. I'm super pumped for our conversation. Thanks for having me. You, I was watching your stories on Instagram and I was looking at some of your posts. You are totally my vibe about just like positivity and love and just a lot of great things. You are, one of your books is called You Are The One. Yes, the first book. And then your uh, second book is The Magic of Surrender. I mean, I want to know about both, but I'm gonna let you choose which one you'd like to start with. Yeah, let's start with surrenders. That that's something I'm really passionate about, and I think it's something that is most needed uh, on the planet right now. And it just came out very recently, so I think it's a it's a really important theme and important topic that that I think we all get to to really tap into in this yeah. particular moment. Yeah, yeah, I love the title, "Magic of Surrender," and um, I think that means a, l- a lot of different things for a lot of different people, right? Surrendering and so what does it mean to you and um, the message that's in the book? Yeah, look, I, th- I think in our culture today, there's many misconceptions we have about surrender. We have this idea that surrender is weak, that surrender is passive, that surrender is giving up, that if you surrender, it's waving the white flag, that if you surrender, it's being a victim, you're going to be taken advantage of, you're going to be a doormat, you won't manifest yeah. your goals, dreams, or desires. Um, or if you surrender, you're going to get less in life. And so on some level, we all know that we kind of should surrender, but there's a resistance to surrendering, which we can get into. But what I'm really saying, I, I really want to reframe this concept of surrender from from this idea of being weak to I believe that surrender is the most powerful thing that we can do. I really feel that surrender is the next level, is the key to the next level of our lives. It's, to me, surrender is the password to freedom. If you look at the truly great ones, whether it's Jesus, whether it's Buddha, whether it's Gandhi, whether it's Mother Teresa, whether it's Elon Musk, whether it's you know Oprah, whether it's uh, uh, Mandela, whether it's Bob Marley, whether it's Bruce Lee, yeah. whether it's Muhammad Ali, at some point, They all surrendered themselves to a vision that was bigger than themselves. They all surrendered themselves to life, their universe, to their deeper soul's expression. In that surrender, they were able to transcend their own, they they were able to transcend themselves and they transcended their own human limitations and they tapped into another dimension of their own selves, another dimension of their own potential. They tapped into another dimension of life. And I think in that surrender, they went beyond themselves and life you know, the infinite potential of the universe was able yeah. to manifest through them. So really what I'm saying is in surrender, what if you didn't get less, but what if you actually got more, more joy, more abundance, more than you could even have imagined with your conscious intention, with your mind? What if you got more, maybe not what you expected or what you thought you wanted, but better. And so to me, surrender is a letting go of control or I should say the illusion of control, because really it's the ego, our perceived sense of self, that thinks it's in control. But I think if the last few years have shown us anything, perhaps we're not as in control as we thought. And so surrender is to let go of this illusion of control, control being the master master addiction. Surrender is to, when we stop trying to force life to fit our limited idea of how we think it should be and 
and try to make life fit our limited idea, manipulate idea into our limited idea. Surrender is when you let go of the idea of who you think you should be and how you think your life should be so that you can be truly available and truly yeah. open. And it's when you take the limits off of life because sometimes you know, we, we get so attached to what we think we want, that goal, that dream, that vision, that we get so attached that we don't realize we end up limiting life. We, we end up limiting the universe. We're not truly available and open. So surrender is openness. It's the willingness to allow life to lead you, allow life to guide you so that the authentic impulse of what life is seeking to express can be revealed. And I think that's when, that's when the magic happens. So I called the book, the magic of surrender, not like the power of surrender or the yeah. art of surrender, but the magic of surrender, because, you know, when I ask people who wants more magic in their life, and I'm not talking about like the David Copperfield yeah. type who yeah. wants more magic as in like beyond your wildest dreams, everyone says, Hey, I want more magic, but very few of us actually want to surrender. And surrender is the password. To me, that's the formula. If you want more magic, more miracles, more abundance, more, if you want more beyond your wildest dreams, you have to surrender. And the degree to which you surrender is the degree of magic that you get to experience in your life. And so I think uh, the two go together. And so yeah. I, I really feel the last few years as a humanity, as a species on the planet, we've all been put into a global seminar on yeah. surrender so to speak and i think as a humanity we're being initiated invited into a whole new way of living yeah. one that is that is shifting from the ego-based paradigm of just like forcing and making your life happen to one that is more living in alignment with with in harmony with one soul living in in alignment in harmony with the universe and in life and so i think the question is shifting from what do I want? Which is what we're often taught to ask. What do I want? What do you right. want? Get clear on what right. you want to. And, you know, look, you can manifest from the level sure. of the ego, but I believe that I think it ends up, there are limitations in that because the ego, our perceived sense of self, isn't able to see the whole picture. And our ego is to a degree, no matter how amazing, conditioned, conditioned from our past programming and our parents and society and media and religion. And so the ego has its limitations. But I think when we truly surrender to our soul, the question becomes less about what do I want? And the real question becomes, what is it that life is seeking to express through me? What is yeah. it that the universe is seeking to express through me? And becoming still and feeling that and aligning with that and truly aligning one's mind, one's thoughts, one's feelings, one's ego, one's personality in alignment with the deepest impulse of what is seeking to express, what's authentic, what's in integrity. And I think then ego is in service to the soul and now we're truly in harmony and coherence. So surrender, I think, is, is really kind of living in alignment with one's true essence. Man, I was getting goosebumps through everything you were saying. Yeah. That's a hard, so I have actively, personally, I've actively worked on myself to surrender, so to speak, or mm. just to have faith and mm. allow the universe and God or whatever to, to, to ha allow me to follow this path that I'm supposed to be on. And I've found, and I like that the magic of surrender. And I need to think that as I'm going through this, this part of my life, this journey that I'm in now that there is some resistance that comes up because yes, there is a yes. part of you that wants to control, which I believe control is an illusion. Like you said, I really believe that there mm -hmm. it's like everything change is constant. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that is always true is, is change. And so for me, when I, when I'm just allowing myself just to flow mm -hmm. with my life, things, miracles do happen. 
what you said, like they do. And I'm like, whoa, this is great. But there are things that come up that I, I feel resistance sometimes. So how do you, would you advise anyone that's listening to this that is like, oh, I love this. I want to embrace this, this idea. How would you t- advise someone to deal with that resistance to yeah. allow themselves to surrender? So, so, so I think that what we have to realize is that the resistance is natural. Yeah. The resistance is completely normal. And yeah. so part of dealing with the resistance is the willingness to embrace the resistance and not resist the resistance. Because sometimes <laughs> even just noticing that yeah. I'm resisting, yeah. it, you know, many times, like, no, no, but you shouldn't be resisting. You should be surrendered. And so now we're like doubly resisting. Yeah. And so sometimes a deeper surrender is in your relationship with the resistance, not the resistance itself. And so sometimes the deeper surrender is to acknowledge and just be with and surrender and accept the fact that you're not truly surrendered right now. And that's okay. And how you relate to that is a deeper surrender. And so when you understand, see, here's what I'll say. When you understand the nature of something, yeah. It completely transforms your relationship with the thing and your relationship with life, your relationship with yourself and the relationship with surrender. See, what resists is the ego. Yeah. And then when you understand what the ego is and the nature of the ego, resistance also shifts because what resists is the ego. The ego, our perceived sense of self, what we have been yeah. conditioned to believe ourselves to be this, you know, Coop, Deanna, John, Susie, Tom, Donald, you know, Mary, th- this identity of yeah. what we, it's a construct. So ego, this sense of what we believe ourselves to be, the, the sense of, of how we identify ourselves to be is what resists. And the job of the ego, when we understand that, it's really kind of awakening. The job of the ego is to reinforce its existence. Yeah. The job of the ego is to protect us from getting hurt, to ensure that we don't get hurt like we were hurt when we were children. And so I like to just say, look, surrender in the ultimate sense is really natural. If you look at a child, but we just lost touch with that. If you look at a child, when we were children, when we were just born, little babies, we weren't so conditioned. We were totally surrendered. We cried when we felt like crying. We pooped when we felt like pooping. We hit our (laughs) heads. We cried. We didn't like, you know, wallow in our pain for like three months going, oh, I hit my head four months ago. We went naked. And we weren't caring about the cellulite on our bellies and our legs. You know, what do we look like on Instagram? We would sing. We didn't care if we didn't sound like Bruno Mars or Mariah Carey or Whitney (laughs) Houston. We were just totally free in touch with that pure essence of aliveness. We were truly surrendered to whatever was arising. But what the hell happened to this free-flowing surrender is our natural state. So what happens is we're born and we incarnate into this human experience. We meet our parents. Our parents, they're doing the best that they can do based on their conditioning, their programming, their parents, their culture, et cetera, et cetera. But we meet our parents and we're born into a preset pattern of conditioning. Yes. Maybe there's Mm -hmm. pain, maybe there's trauma, maybe there's hurt. Maybe dad is, you know, has mental health issues. Maybe mom is an alcoholic. Maybe they're fighting all the time. Maybe they're crazy. Maybe they were great people, but they just didn't know how to meet our emotional needs. So two things happen. When we understand this, it transforms your relationship to the ego and resistance and surrender. First thing yeah. that happens as children is unconsciously we learn to shut down, disconnect, not feel. We suppress feelings, suppress feelings, yes. suppress feelings, suppress yeah. feelings as a way to deal with the pain. Before you know it, all of the layers of unfelt, unprocessed emotion and pain build up and our true essence gets hidden underneath 
all of the sort of unfelt, unprocessed feelings. And we learn a kind of unconscious defense mechanism strategy to not yeah. feel the pain that we hold on to. And we build walls around ourselves, walls around our heart. And we learn to control how we feel yes. and control as a self-protective mechanism that we hold on to that worked for us when we were five. Then we still do it when we're 10. We do it when we're 15. Now we're 25 and 35 and 45 holding on to this sort of self-protective way of being perhaps you yeah. fall in love with someone and, and all of a sudden it's like <sighs> yeah self-protective yep. mechanism kicks in control so this the ego feels if i can control everything yeah. i'm going to be safe so when you understand that you start seeing that the control resistance mechanism isn't bad yeah that's actually good intention when sure. you can see that then you can start relating to it with compassion. So for instance, as children, we also learn this way of being, who do I need to be in order to get love and validation yeah. and approval? So we contort ourselves into a certain shape, into a certain person, persona, a persona, a role, a mask, an identity that we then hold on to. And we think it's who we are, but it's just who we've been conditioned to be to get love, validation, approval, to fit in, to get our needs met, to be loved. But we yeah. think that's who we are, but it's not. It's just a construct, a set of patterns that we've been conditioned to be. So we believe ourselves to be this set pattern, but we're not. So first we have to realize we are not the ego. Then yeah. we have to realize the ego is just a set pattern. Then it's important that we realize that the resistance has positive intention. And when yeah. we can really see that, it's like, I see, I'm just trying, you know, my resistance is just trying to protect me. It's just trying to keep me safe. When you can really see that, then I think it frees us up to, to rather than judge it or force ourselves to surrender, to start just holding our, our resistance because underneath the resistance is fear and to right. hold our resistance with a bit of tenderness, you know, a bit yeah. of compassion, a bit of kind. And it's that, it's that compassion. It's that loving. Yeah. It's that it, it, it's meeting ourselves with that love in terms of where the healing happens and the resistance can begin to melt a bit. And so I think that's the shift. Our relationship with the resistance is what's, really important and the recognition of what it is that resists because truly i believe surrender is natural we've just been it's like we've been conditioned to i'm holding on to like uh, my headphones we've been conditioned to be this person to hold on yeah but before you know it holding on starts feeling natural but if you talk about letting go and surrender that's what's natural it's yeah. just we've been conditioned to to hold on to protect ourselves and so i think if we're able to just be aware observe our patterns yes. you know, and meet ourselves with the love and compassion, then surrender can begin to blossom. There are some things that you said that made me like the word trust comes up for me. Yeah. I feel like, you know, and if you're going to start changing some patterns and learning to surrender and learning to have compassion for yourself, you also have to just trust that process and trust that you ultimately at the end of the day are going to be okay and safe even yes. when you start letting things go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think I think that is important. You know, someone was saying to me the other day, well, how do I trust life? How do I trust life? And, and I, I thought about that for a second, because it was a very sincere question. And then I, you know, I looked at them. And I said, how do we not trust life? If you really think about it? Yeah, if you look at it, like, like, which, you know, in so many ways, we don't pay attention. We look around, look at, the, look, at, look at the sky and look at the sun every yeah. day. Every day the sun comes up. We, yeah. we just kind of like not paying attention. And I told him, has there ever been a day where the sun didn't come out? Has there ever been a day where the sun just, 
it just it just pushed the snooze button and it forgot yeah. to come out that day. Has there ever been? It's like no. The sun comes out. The seasons. The wind. The moon. In all of nature, I feel like all of life is kind of proving itself to yes. us moment by moment by moment. Yeah. If we're paying attention, for instance, you eat something in the morning. Maybe you had a, a piece of kale or a salmon or a smoothie. How yeah. is it that your hand doesn't turn into a salmon? How is it that your you know your ears don't turn into a, a banana from your smoothie? <laughs> there, there is right. There is. Think about it. Yeah. You ingest a banana and it goes into your body. There yeah. is an intelligent, innate intelligent digestive process that is yeah. unfolding inside of you. It is really miraculous. There yeah. are trillions and trillions and trillions. I mean, we intellectually know it, but then we don't trust. There are trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions, and trillions of cells interacting inside of us to even have this conversation. It's a yeah. miracle that we're having this conversation, you know, and, and you're looking out and I'm looking out and we're seeing colors and I'm seeing this beautiful sort of pink, you know, reddish pinkish shirt that you're wearing and the <laughs> smile. It's like, how, how how is it? There are processes happening yeah. inside of us trillions of processes just to even be able to experience this moment yeah and and not and, and you're breathing i'm breathing we're not sit, I, at least i'm not i'm not sitting here going uh, uh breathe you know breathe i have to breathe 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 it's, it, breath yeah. is just happening in spite yeah. of us yeah. it's just happening and so that's this is a miracle and, and yeah. so to me every breath is kind of a reminder or proof that there is an intelligence that is functioning and that same intelligence that's breathing you is breathing me is functioning all of existence and we don't trust this this life intelligence you know and so i think if we just begin to bring our attention even just to our body yeah and we just sometimes just meditate on the breath and bring our attention to the breath to just become aware for a moment that's yeah. one if, if we just bring our attention to nature it, it, you know, I'm looking out at a green tree. I see this every day, like it's normal, but it's freaking amazing, you know? Yeah. And, and so if we just observe nature and let it touch us and yeah. become present to it, I think then we start seeing there was a rhythm and there was a cycle and there was a flow to life that just unfolds. Even if we look at, at, at the best things in life, yeah. it, to me, you don't even have to be spiritual. Just, just observe life. If we look at the best things that happen, let's take the most unspiritual person. You don't have to believe in surrender. Look at the best things that happened in your life, meeting your wife, meeting your spouse, having that kid, that thing happening. That Did you plan it? Most right. of the best things that happened in life, we, we didn't plan. It's just it just natural. It, it, just, it just happened. Yeah. Now, you know, we think we're in control. Oh, I'm going to meet my soulmate at 7 p.m. at yeah. Starbucks. It doesn't happen yeah. that way. You were out having a great time and right. bumped into that person. You were in then, a state of surrender. <laughs> you, you were, were just letting living. life happen. Yeah, you were just you were just letting life happen, and life. <laughs> and to me, life unfolds. So now, I just want to be clear: that doesn't mean you sit at home and do nothing. Right. right? That doesn't mean you sit. Well, so they're, they're talking about surrender on the podcast. So I can just sit around and not exercise and lie on the. No. no. It, what, what surrender means is you feel. Like surrender is not laziness and it's not the abdication of responsibility. It means you feel your deepest truth. You feel what is most authentic. You feel what is most true. 
And then you go into that direction. Then you move in that direction. Then you align your ego, your mind, your will, your intention with what is authentic. Then you give a hundred percent. So it might mean that you work harder than you've ever worked. I mean, if you look at Mandela, if you look at Gandhi, if you look at Martin Luther King, these folks were like nonstop 24 seven. They worked yes. in alignment with a mission and a cause, but they were living in alignment. So it might mean you work more than you've ever worked, but the key is to not be attached to the outcome, to yeah. not be attached to the goal, because sometimes we get so attached to the goal. Like it's got to be this person. Yeah. It's got to be this thing that we don't realize we're not, we're not truly available and open to the miracles. And yeah. so that's what surrender is given hundred percent but not being attached to the outcome. And that dance, in that dance, is the availability and openness, just to be clear. I love that. Where can people find you, connect with you, reach out to you, and yeah. support you? Find uh, your I books. Find my book. Yeah, my book is available on Amazon. The, the paperback is now out, so you can get the paperback on Amazon, The Magic of Surrender. Uh, my main website, Coot Blackson, K-U-T-E-B-L-A-C-K-S-O-N, CootBlackson.com. If I, twice a year, I do uh, my favorite thing to do is a 12-day deep dive transformational uh, immersive experience in Bali. It's called uh -huh. Boundless Bliss Bali, so www.boundlessbliss.com bali.com and that's for leaders and visionaries and those that want to you know impact humanity in some way um we dive deep for 12 days depending on people listen to this which is what i was asking earlier um it may it might be the timing might be off but july the 12th i'm doing a okay. five-day free uh, online event global summit it's called the surrender summit www.thesurrendersummit.com. Uh, I'm going to be teaching about surrender, how to surrender, and really answering in depth a lot of the questions. I'm bringing on some of my friends like Neil Donald Walsh and John Gray and Barbara DeAngelis and Martha Beck and, you know, amazing folks. So that's uh, www.thesurrendersummit.com. Also, Instagram, Facebook, say hi. All those good things. Wow, that was a lot, but I'm loving the the five day free summit. I might yes. have to sign up that for that myself. Please, so it's well, oh, it's free. It's free. Just sign up and you know get access to the replays. That's awesome. You guys, I'm gonna put all those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate. If you connected with Coot's message and you want to find his book, I will put the link to his website and to Amazon. If you are interested in the summit, I'll put that link in there as well. Or the the Bali trip for a 12-day intensive immersive life-changing experience i will put that link also so could before we say goodbye i would love i always like to ask any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience i would like the audience today to remember yeah remember that you're going to die mm -hmm. and, and like really feel that yeah. like i am going to die not in a morbid sense, but right. to, to, to be honest, we all have a from the moment from the moment we're born, this is the only guarantee. But somehow we live like we're going to live forever, and we all of yeah. a sudden we've forgotten when someone dies, we're like, oh, what happened? It's like this is the only guarantee. You're born and you die. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, green, orange, gay, straight, Jewish, tall, fat, short, we're gonna die. Jesus <laughs> died, Buddha died, Bruce Lee died, Mother Teresa died, David Bowie yeah. died, Bob Marley died. Everyone, none of us makes it out of here alive. So the question is not whether we're going to die, it's how we're going to live. And so I would just ask everyone to meditate on your death. Hold death close. Feel your death. Like, like make death your friend and, and, and hold the reality of that close so that 
you let that inspire you to live life as fully as possible, knowing that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Tomorrow is not a right. The only guarantee is right now. And so if death came right now, would you be ready? And if not, why not? And what's unsaid and what's unlived and what's ungiven and what's uncommunicated and what's unloved and what's unforgiven? Yeah. Because if death came, how would you need to be living in such a way you would have no regrets? Because when we meet our maker, none of us can go to God or whatever we believe and say, hey, God, can I get a refund on those two years that I wasted in that relationship? Can I get a refund on those five years I wasted in that job I hated? It's gone. And so how would you need to live in such a way where you have no regrets, hold death close so that you can live even more fully? Yeah. Like my best friend always says, we all have a reservation. We can't cancel. We're all going to end up in the same place one day. And as my mother always says, live your legend. So you just put both of those together at the same time. (laughs) Very passionate words. Thank you for sharing that. Thank Thank you you for being a guest on today's show. Really appreciate your passion and your, the difference that you're making in the world. It's so important to me and to my audience. So we appreciate you. You. you guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.